Welcome to episode 30 of Enhanced Life with Music. If you've listened to this show before, you will notice right away that the audio is very different and not in a good way. (laughs) It was a huge treat for me to conduct this interview in person on location. However, I am experimenting with equipment and processes for live interviews and the methods I tried out for this interview left much to be desired. So please bear with me on the audio and the environment, which ended up not being as quiet as we expected. If you haven't listened to this show before, I'm sorry. (laughs) The audio is much better on the other episodes. Please give them a try. I'm Mindy Peterson, and this is Enhanced Life with Music, the layperson's guide to enjoying music's benefits. And this is the sound of spring fever. Major League Baseball spring training starts this week, and with me in person today at Target Stadium, home of the Minnesota Twins, as someone who has played for the Twins since 1999, (laughs) I am with Sue Nelson, who plays organ for the Twins. Welcome to Enhanced Life with Music, Sue. Thank you. Before you became the organist for the Minnesota Twins, you were the organist for Minnesota's NHL team at the time, the North Stars. Tell us about how you came to be a sports organist. (laughs) Well, I was working in a music store, and um, they came to auditions. They they needed a new new organist, and I applied and didn't get the job because Mm. I'm not the best organist. Okay. But but the best organist didn't like hockey, and so it was not a good fit. Okay. (laughs) And so I ended up getting it because, just because I love hockey. Okay. (laughs) And when there's not hockey, I love baseball. Okay. (laughs) So what's your background musically prior to working at that music store and doing the audition for the North Stars? Did you I grow started up playing out playing, playing piano. Yes, I played piano and worked in a music store. Thought, whoa, I'm gonna have just I'll spend my day in the store, playing. And turns out they wanted me to learn to improvise and to play duets with the with the the people at the store. I mean, the organ oh, okay. and piano. And I had not played any organ, just classical organ. I played for church. Okay. And so I played only classical music and church music, that's all. And to learn to improvise, when I was 18, I said, this is dumb, I don't want to learn this. <laughs> When did you start piano lessons or organ lessons? Seven, seven, oh, okay. I've never had any organ lessons. Okay. It, it just, it, it, but anyway, in this music store, we sold little little spinet organs. This wasn't church organs, this was spinet organs. Sure. And so the man, the owner and his sister-in-law played organ and piano duets and they were fabulous. And I loved hearing them and I thought, I can learn to do this. And they put pressure on me to learn and I'm so grateful. And then I started playing in piano bars. I just always think of the first one that I played and it was it was so bad and this the business closed not too long after that. <laughs> and I always felt it was because I had done such a bad job. <laughs> it was in southern Minnesota and I would say, Oh no, it's because I But anyway, I did learn. I played Calliope because there was a Calliope come to town and somebody oh. called at the store and said do you know how to play calliope? And I said, does it have a keyboard? And they said, yes. And I said, well, then I think I could play it. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was first circus. 
Really? So the circus came to town, yep, yep. but the circus didn't have their own player for the car? Uh, I don't know. They didn't. No, okay. I think it was advertising. I think that I think we we drove. This was from Mankato down to St. Peter, and so okay. we drove and played in Mankato a while, and in St. Peter a while. And oh, okay. <laughs> oh, was, interesting. It was interesting. Yeah. Okay. That was real early on. Okay. And were you playing circus type sure. music? Okay. So the piano bars, how long did you play at the piano bars? Well, I moved to the Twin Cities in 70, 69 or 70. Okay. And I think I didn't really start until 70, in the early 70s. Okay. And, and mostly, I did some piano bar, but mostly I booked the people that played because okay. I didn't want to, after a while I had family, and I did not want to be playing and not being home. Okay. And so um, I would book them. That was really nice because... I could play for them once in a while. I'm not good enough to want to take anybody's job. And so people <laughs> would let me sub for them. And and I didn't want the job. Okay. I, but I just liked it once in a while. So you weren't a threat to their job I wasn't, security. I wasn't. That was okay. what was ideal. <laughs> oh, neat. Well, you went to work for the North Stars in 1981 and were with them until they left us, yeah. right? Yeah. In what, 93? Yeah, well, till 92 is the end of my. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then you started playing for the Twins in 99. Mm-hmm. And how did that come to be? I got to know Ronnie Newman, who played from the twin, for the Twins from, from 1977, and he played at the Mets stadium, of course. And that's when the organ came in 77. I would go to baseball games once in a while and sit there with him and got to know him. And then when the strikers came to town in 1984, he said he loved baseball. He said, but these boys, these soccer boys can't catch the ball with their hands. They have to kick it with their feet and hit it with their heads. And he said, I don't want any part of it. Will you help me? And I got to play those striker soccer games i played the first one and they had the beach boys do a concert after this striker soccer game at the met at the at the dome okay and there was fifty thousand people there okay (laughs) wow it was so fantastic it was absolutely fantastic and then i also played one where chuck berry was there and so there were so many people and i didn't care about i shouldn't say that i didn't really care about soccer either but (laughs) i got to be there sure and do my cheerleading stuff Uh because that's in soccer, you can do a lot of cheerleading stuff. Sure. Now, I'm guessing all the improv that you learned as part of that music store job really came in handy oh, at the piano bars and then for sure as your sports that's musician. Right. That's right. Because that's all I do. I don't play concerts here. Okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> we have the best music man here um, that does all the good songs. And I just fill in with the cheerleading almost. That's all. I, I get to play Take Me Out to the Ball Game almost every game. And that's mm. my favorite. That's my song. Okay. So who's the music man you're talking about? Uh, the, uh, the DJ. Oh, okay. DJ. So this is He recorded. does all the rest of the stuff. Yes, yes. Oh, okay. He does the songs that fit the players and the walk-up songs and, oh. and uh, the bomba songs. and. Got know. it. Okay. And <laughs> how good. many Major League Baseball teams have an organist? I don't know that. Uh, I, I'm saying I think almost half of them do. Okay. But there's only the guy in Phoenix and me are able to have people visit. Everybody else is in their own little rooms. 
Sure. Yeah, we got to visit before our conversation, this interview here, we got to visit your room, which is very cold right now. It's February in Minnesota. (laughs) I've never seen the Twin Stadium covered in snow, but we got to see the room where you usually get to sit at that big window. Gorgeous view. I opened the the window just so we could see. We know where home plate is. We couldn't see it. (laughs) Yes, yes. And I took pictures. So if you go to the website, to the show notes, you'll get to see some pictures of that view. It is the best view in the place. And there's lots of people that say that the press box is, I guess, good, but it's lower than than I am. And mm. so this is just fabulous to sure. see the game. And so I have lots of people in the bar there at 213 Terrace. That's where I am. Okay. So that's pretty neat because, like you said, it's just the twins and then the, the, you're in Arizona. They also have an organist who's a very yeah. accessible. Yeah, yeah. He the, loves to have company, but he doesn't have as much as I do because they don't talk about it as much as they do here. Oh, really? Oh, Yeah, cool. I always feel bad for him because he's a fabulous recording artist. And okay. He always says, I wish I had as much company as you do. Ah. <laughs> uh, so if you're listening and you ever go to a twins game, for those of you who are in the Twin Cities area, stop by and see Sue at some point during the game. Absolutely. Tell us how to find find you. Especially the kids. Well, mostly you can just ask for the organ lady, but it is is right, you can see by the field, uh, 213 is what the address is or the the, the, uh, number uh, on the terrace level. Okay. It's right outside the elevator. And it's in a bar, but kids and families can come in and say hi to you. I always say the bar is on the other side and I'm on that side. Okay. (laughs) And there's tables and and the kids, I just love to have the kids come and look out the window. Uh-huh. I'm on a little raised platform. And so even little kids can peek out the window. And it's, uh, there's seats right below the window there. So it's not scary. It's not like they're sure. going to fall out. Yeah, because there isn't glass. Well, you slide oh, the no, glass I, the open. The glass is almost almost always open. Yeah. Well, maybe not in April all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so how much of mingling with fans is your job? Well, I, and how, well, I think I, that's the main thing, really, when really? it gets right down to it. I, I know I have a job here, but it doesn't really matter when I play. I'm on the headset with the DJ, and he'll say, I've got this one, and so oh, then I can't play. Got it. At the beginning of the game, I can play quite a lot, just my cheers. And then you just obviously are following the game through the window to make yeah, sure you're not yeah. playing at oh yes I have. well that's the that's the job the, the yeah. job is watching the batter and as soon as he gets both feet in the box in the batter's box i have to be stopped and that would be the end of my job if i was dreaming and kept on playing that would be the worst okay tell us about the organ that you play on well it's a real old yamaha and sometimes people say well why don't they get you a new one well then it wouldn't sound like twins baseball and this is what people say i remember when i was little and i would listen and it sounded just like this and of course it did because ronnie played he played more songs be- before the game and, you know, in between, but he did all the cheers also. The organ does sound the same. And it's been with the Twins since 1977. Yeah, yeah. that's when it came. That's when Ronnie Newman started playing, and that was at the uh, Met Stadium oh, okay. in Bloomington. Tell us about when you play at the games, do you use any kind of written music at all? Are you playing completely by ear, improvising? Well, it's the same. It's, been, it's the same. It's yeah. Been, the kind cheers. of have the same well, cheers yeah. that you... Oh, sure. And and it doesn't matter which one I play. The other time that I play is when the catcher goes out to talk to the pitcher. And then they generally don't want to have music that says something. 
And so the DJ has songs that have, have words. And so they don't want something that is saying something. And so then I play my, I call it schmush. It's it's nothing, <laughs> but but it it either can be up tempo or you know sure. or somebody gets hurt if they're really hurt he says very 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 soft and you know then I play the hope you're not dead music I mean you know it's it's it it just goes along I I don't play songs I don't play stuff okay always do you have a fake book or anything like that well, with I have you? I have fake books but uh, I I don't ever have time to to find something sure okay you know unless they say well we'd really like for you to play talk of the town or you know okay. or, or uh, hungry like the wolf they always know they can get that walk of life i can always do that <laughs> <laughs> my old standbys i can always do yeah so that improv that you learned for that music store oh, really did come it, it, to yeah, come that, in handy yeah, didn't yeah, it that's right but you never knew at the time when oh. you were forcing yourself to learn how oh, to improvise yeah. well i thought well, <laughs> I, mean, I was that 18 skill. i knew everything don't you know <laughs> yes <laughs> I, I hear you. I heard that you broke your arm one time during season and you were able to keep on playing oh, just with the right hand. I just remember that so well. It was two weeks before the All-Star game in 2014. Oh, no. And and I got there, well, let's see, I think it was a Thursday night and we had a game on Saturday, but it was a couple days and then I, there was a game. And okay. my husband never comes along, but I said, mm-hmm. please, will you come? Because I don't know if I can do it. I have no idea if it'll sound okay without my left hand and I listened back on the radio or the TV replay and I couldn't tell the difference oh, really I don't <laughs> children when you if you're listening keep on learning left hand absolutely <laughs> <laughs> but I, I play full chord in the right hand and and the pedals a lot a lot a lot a lot of pedals but see this is a spinet organ so it's only my left foot and so I can I can be hopping around on the pedals a lot and you hear that Okay. And so that's what made my left hand, you know, I, I, it was dispensable. Sure. <laughs> Not indispensable. <laughs> well, I ask all of my guests to give listeners an improv, which is an experiment, a try this at home, a hack that will enhance listeners' lives with music. Do you have a recommendation today for listeners, especially I'm thinking of some of those young listeners who are baseball fans any ideas for them? Well, you know, the kids just love it. And they say, oh, I wish I could do that. And parents can say, well, if you if you got a keyboard at home, try. See if you can do da, 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 da. You know, mm-hmm. just, just if they can do that, if they start on some of the keys, of course, it, you don't have any black notes. And it's amazing how many more kids have an ear than have any idea that they have an ear. Uh-huh. And sometimes dads and moms say, well, I can't do any music. Most everybody can if they want to. Or even dun, 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 dun. You sure. Know, and I know that kids do much more than you think they can than, mm. than, and that they think they can. Sure. I have written out a couple easy arrangements of we're going to win twins and anybody who's taking piano lessons, I give them to them. It's my own handwriting. So it's real silly little arrangements, but they can add to it. I can add to it. It's easy music that makes you feel really good because mm, it's baseball. Anybody sure. that's a baseball or hockey fans. Sure. Because I did the same thing for hockey. Sure. Isn't that amazing how you hear a tune and it just takes you somewhere immediately? Yeah. Whether it's baseball songs or Christmas music yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. Very neat. Well, 
is it okay with you if I take a picture of the music that you just referenced that you hand wrote out and post those in the show notes so people can access those? <laughs> oh, I know. Some, some, some teachers are going to say, well, that isn't even very neat. Well, no, it's not. That's, good. That's, That's fine. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> sure, of course you can. Okay. I will do I, that. I give them out all the time. Okay. And I, so I was telling you, I even made a mistake the first time. And I was giving out what with a mistake in it. <laughs> One note, but then anybody that knows that gets that far in the song could say, well, she made a mistake in this which is you know i didn't do it on purpose but it doesn't matter because you can fix it guys <laughs> yes well and you've since corrected it on yeah, your your yeah, music yeah, right yeah, so what right. we post have. won't have the mistake on it <laughs> but yeah go to the show notes and check that out i'll also put some pictures on there of kind of some behind the scenes look at the the twins stadium here some pictures of sue here some pictures of me with sue so check that out now a quick question that's completely unrelated to Oregon or baseball that I have to ask you since you grew up in Mankato. I am a huge fan. I was a huge fan growing up and still am of the Betsy Tacey books by oh, Maude yes, Hart Loveless. Absolutely. <laughs> and absolutely. after we moved to Minnesota, uh, when my daughter was old enough, I took her down did there. Really? Yes. And we oh, did the whole Betsy so Tacey Historical good. Society. Oh, we went my. through the little houses yeah. and did the walk to the sure. school and the sure. candy shop and all oh, that. So, so did you grow, did you read those books growing sure, up? Sure, of course yeah? I did. Okay. Because yeah, yeah, that's right. where they were set sure, is in Mankato. Sure. How big of a deal was oh. that when you were growing up? Oh, I, it was, it, it, you know, it was, it wasn't a big deal because it was just part of who we were and where we were. Okay. You know, it's just, you just take it for granted. Doesn't everybody know? I grew up in Nicollet, little town of <laughs> Nicollet. Doesn't everybody know? Okay. <laughs> you know? Okay. You know, you always think you're the center of the universe when you're young. Sure. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you if you want to check out these young adult books, these kids' books, they are fantastic. They've been around. When were they written? Early 1900s, I suppose, I maybe? Suppose. Maud Hart Loveless is the author. I'll put a link in the show notes. So, little side thing. That's so good. <laughs> Kids, you'll love it. Yes. Well, I always ask my guests how listeners can connect with them. And I know you are not on email. <laughs> <laughs> so, get- what I'll do is I'll put, uh, you're not on social social media i'll put links to the twins you gotta come to the game yes come to the game come visit (laughs) i I still have a have a flip phone and and (laughs) i'm living back in the old but but i'm a grandma and so i don't i don't have to do any of that that's right and i really (laughs) there's no way that you can imagine what it's like at the game and up there by me sure unless you're there i you you can't and and it's so simple and basic and not scary and once kids come, they always want to come. I People say, oh, yeah, as soon as we get to the game, we got to go see the organ lady. <laughs> well, that's neat, though. You know, I, I never knew it. you could go see the organist yeah. at the Twins game. Yeah. I've been to several Twins games. I never knew you could go see the organist. Yeah, so. yeah. Well, this is going to help. This is going to yes. help get it out. Yes. We're going to be more people coming. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. I yeah. I <laughs> well, I ask all of my guests to close out our conversation with a musical ending, a coda, by sharing a song or or a story about a moment that music enhanced your life. I know that you have a real love for mingling with your fans, especially the young fans, and really passing on to them your love of music. Tell us a little bit about some of the kids who come to visit you. I read a quote or heard a quote of you saying once something about, this is really the main reason that I'm up here is to help kids get excited about music because that's a really important thing in kids' lives. Do you remember saying that? Yeah, I, I say that often Do you? because I, I just really think 
that's true. I always feel sorry for kids that don't have any music mm. because there's music around in the world all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it doesn't have to be real complicated. It can be the real simple, and that's what my stuff is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it certainly isn't complicated to go dun, 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 dun. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's a part of what baseball is. And to most people, it, baseball is part of their growing up. Sure. I think most people. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> I think it is. Whether it's live or on TV, yeah. radio, yeah. Well, listeners get to hear all kinds of exciting twin stadium sounds today. <laughs> you get to hear not only our voices, but other sounds, too, in the background. Hopefully it's not too distracting. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining us. Anything else you want to leave uh, with the kids? Any other parting words of wisdom about music or about baseball? Come, go, go to as much baseball as you can, because that's something that you'll always remember. You know, the, the kids' games, the town ball games. There's Minnesota has town ball. That's such a big deal. And you can get to come to Target Field for things like that. Mm, There's a town sure. ball tournament that's very inexpensive tickets. Um, they give tickets to kids at school. If you're in the, the school patrol, they give tickets so oh. often with, on the school patrol. Come and be sure that you come and see me. So, once in a while, kids say, well, I don't know if I really want to. It's, it's not like it's high. It's not scary at all. It's inside a room that just has the big windows. Where your organs yeah, are saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Come and see me and say hi. And uh, you can't touch the keyboard during the game. Don't even think of it. (laughs) (laughs) But after the game, you can. this far. Thank you for bearing with me on the sound quality. Check out the show notes for some behind the scenes pictures from my interview with Sue, as well as some pictures of Sue in action that the twins were kind enough to share with us. Show notes can be found at mpetersonmusic.com slash podcast slash episode 30. If you'd like to know more about sports organists, check out episode 10 featuring organ and hockey and information on the Ad Organist Alert Twitter feed, which promotes sports organists and the songs they play. Until next week, may your life be enhanced with music.